This Irish man stands with America. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. You're about to listen to a segment from the Freedom's Disciple podcast exclusive to The Blaze. If you like it, please subscribe for free on SoundCloud, iTunes or Google Play Music. And a new show is released every Saturday at noon Eastern. Or you can get more information if you go to www.freedomsdisciple.com. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. I hope today today's show has given you something to think about. That is... Always my number one aim each and every week that you listen to give you something to think about. That it's not a repeat of what other people say or an attack on anyone else. I want you to find your position on issues and just make you think. That's all I ever want to do. As I discussed a couple of weeks ago, the last segment of each show leading up to Christmas is going to focus on a story, a principle, an idea from the gospel. I share these because I believe personally we need to get back to America's founding principles which are found directly in scripture but I also share them in such a way that it's not me trying to convert you or trying to talk Jesus to you it's just to talk about a principle and to share the stories that it just wasn't in the 1700s these principles are found they were found a long long time ago and just to share you know a verse or a story from scriptures, from the Gospels, just especially as we lead up into Christmas. I don't always want to be the political philosophy guy. I want to talk about just smaller issues on a smaller scale, but that are are huge in the grand scheme of things. With that being said, I want to talk to you today, which I think it seems apt the way we started off today's show, um, talking about the issues with um, a few people, and then you know my girlfriend, my ex girlfriend. You know, reaching your highest good. And this comes from, I want to read out to you and then I want to just give you some points. And it comes from Matthew chapter 5. You have heard that it is said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes the sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. I love this verse because it's apt for today and the society we live in. I don't hate anyone. I don't see anyone as an enemy. So last week's show I talked about Castro. People celebrating his death. I don't celebrate Castro's death, but I sure as hell will be the first person at the party in celebration at the death of his ideology. 
But I try and love everyone. Even people who I have absolutely nothing in agreement with. I would ask you to think about this verse this weekend or whenever you listen to this show. And just think about it as Christmas approaches. As you're potentially, you know, Christmas in America is a lot like Thanksgiving. In that you're going to see people you won't like. You're going to see family members who you're like, oh God, I hope I don't talk to them. Oh, I hope they don't bring up this issue. Try and be the best person you can be and love everyone. I know I struggle with this. I I try my best to, um, but there's a lot of uh, issues in my family. (laughs) Putting them mildly. I don't agree with them on anything. (laughs) Which usually makes for some interesting conversation, shall we say. Interesting is the best word I can come up with. Um, Yeah, interesting. But I try and love them. Even though I disagree with nothing they say or do in some cases. I try and love them. I try. I do fail. I'm a sinner and a a hell of a flawed man. But I always try. The reason I try is because I try and raise up a standard that is better than others. I'm not better, but I try and raise a standard that is better. I look at people on the political left and the history, especially in, in Europe. This is not about America, in Europe. I look at the, the traditional left in Europe and I look at the traditional right in Europe and I go, it's both horrific. It's a history of horrific actions. I disagree with you, all of you. But traditionally, the left in America has always been the vile people. I'm not saying all of them, just saying some. You know, some of the hatred that you see on the left is horrific. Whether it's the old-fashioned Jim Crow laws and slavery in the 1800s. Whether it's internment camps under FDR. Just some horrific acts by some people on the left. And yet, when you listen to the... If you just go down the stereotypical road in America with people on our side, the left are bad and the right are good. Look around at the right today and see, is everyone good? You know, the right are supposed to be the Christian, those who cling to the Bible. How many people love their enemies today? How many people love their political enemies? How many people would try and love Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders? You agree on nothing, you share no common principles. But hey, even the right can be nice to the right. But can you be nice to the left? The way I look at it is very simple. If you don't love someone and reach out, who will? If you're looking to the to the bad people to reach out and to set an example, you know, whether it's... And when I say bad, I don't mean bad as in, you know, bad people, robbers and rapists and murderers. I mean even the bad people you know who want to promote sex at every opportunity in culture and you know people who inform culture the media who lie and they spin and they twist if you're looking to them to set the culture they'll set it but it just won't be positive our job as christians as people who love freedom as people who 
don't like the business as usual. It's to set a standard, not by going down to their levels, not by insults, not by lies, not by spin, but by honesty, by love, by principles, by freedom, by liberty. And after all, if we don't offer them, how are we better than them? If we act the same way the left does, you know, if you act the same way the traditional media does, if you act the same way some in Hollywood do, where they make these outrageous comments, if you act like people like Colin Kaepernick who mourned Fidel Castro's death, and you act the same way they do, how are you different? After all, the tax collector does the same way. The tax collector is nice to his people. The Gentiles are nice to the Gentiles. And how can we look down on others? I never get why people want to always seem to want to look down on others. Why do you always, a set of circumstances, trivial circumstances, you're rich, I'm poor, I need to look down on you. You're black, I'm white, I have to look down on you. Oh, we went to different colleges, I look down on you. What is this always case for moral high ground and to prove that you're better? You might be better at certain things. You might be better at golf than me. I might be better at talking than you. But when it all boils down to it, we're the same person. We're both equal. We just have different skills and attributes. But one doesn't need to look down on the other. Just because you see politics a certain way doesn't mean you're better than me. You might be right and I might be wrong. But when it boils down to it, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. Just something to think about as you head into this holiday season. As you, I don't know what she, what each and every one of you do, but sometimes you get to see people at, at Christmas and you get to see them in New Year and you get to see friends and family and invariably you won't see anyone. Everyone you see won't be someone you agree with. There might be some deep resentment or some deep divide or some differences with some of them. It's up to you what type of person you want to be. Either you define yourself or someone will define you. For 16 years I've been involved in your politics. And for 16 years I've watched the media on the left, politicians on the left, and pundits on the left define the right as hateful as mean-spirited, as bigoted, as haters. You have two choices going forward. Especially now that for a lot of you, your guy has power. You can either raise to a standard and let you define yourself to be the people I know you can be, to be the loving Christian, to be the first person to reach out, to be the first to forgive to be the first to help others. To be the first to support those who need support. Or you can succumb to the way the left paints you. And be the evil, mean-spirited, hard-hearted, demeaning, bigoted, hateful people that they say you are. Now, people will say, oh, you're just saying this because of Trump. I would say this no matter who had power. 
This is a battle people have each day of their life. Because a person who has a warm heart and a loving heart doesn't just wake up out of bed tomorrow and go, oh, guess what? I hate everyone. Same way of fruit. You get a piece of fruit that's near its sell-by date. It doesn't just go, well, today this fruit is perfect and tomorrow it's rotten to the core. It's a slow erosion, a slow journey. You have to guard your heart each minute of each hour of each day and ensure no rot says in and be the people you can be. I hope Trump succeeds, but succeeds at certain values and principles that we have in common. But for me, the real success and failure is your people. Who will define the right in America? Who will define you, each and every one of you as an individual? Who will define what the church does? Who will define what the South and each state does and each community does? Donald Trump has no power over any of them, but you do. The future of America is still in your hands. It all boils down to what you are willing to accept, what you are willing to embrace, and what you are willing to define yourself by. If you define yourself by man, by power, by ego, by money, by class, by education, I got a spoiler alert. You're no longer unique, you're no longer exceptional, you're going the way of man, and quite honestly, you will fail. If you go the traditional American way, where you are defined by God, where you are defined by principle, where you are defined by men who acted like they were willing to be free, where you act like your founders wanted everyone to act, where they pledged to each other their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor, if you live by principles and you are defined by them, whether you have power or don't have power, this is a path to success. This is the path your founders took. This is a path that made you unique, exceptional, and quite honestly, the greatest country in the world. But it all starts with you and your heart and how you treat your enemy. Do you love them? Or do you not love them? This is the Freedom's Disciple podcast on The Blaze. As always, each and every week we finish the show the same way. By saluting the real heroes in society. Your police who are going through more of a tough time. Your firefighters, your emergency personnel and your vets. These are the men and women and families who sacrifice themselves, their lives, their fortunes to be part of the solution, to stand for freedom so that each and every one of us can do what we do. And as always, I salute you, the great American people. Never forget, America is great because Americans are good. You can be the change. You can be the leader in your community. You can be part of the next great American renaissance. You just have to choose to be it. And then you have to act accordingly. Until next week, America, have a wonderful and blessed and peaceful week. 
God bless you and God bless America. Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand. The Blaze Radio Network. 